Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another broadcast of An Apostolic Outlook. I'm uh, Reverend Ted Tarr. Hey, man, you just call me Brother Ted or whatever you want to. Like I say, we use that term, Rev, that term, because uh, it just means preacher, you know. So nothing reverent about me. I'm just an old-fashioned one God, tongues-talking, holy roller, born-again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name, somebody who's lived for God for 40 years and and uh, I've got this wonderful opportunity to come into uh, some of y'all's world and share with you the gospel and the wonderful, glorious news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so glad I've had this child. Thankful and glad that you've given me this opportunity to come into your world. I'm not here to argue or cause fights or nothing like that. I'm just kind of, uh, I believe uh, Psalms 34 and 3 where it says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Uh, you know, that term magnify just uh, means uh, get a closer, like a telescope does not bring the moon one inch closer. Or a microscope does not make that germ one uh, tiny bit bigger. It just helps us see better. It helps us understand better. And that's all I'm trying to do. Uh, magnify Jesus to you. Praise God, and I'm trying to give you the scriptures about whatever I say, and if I can say something, and you check it out. I, I use the King James Version in the Bible, so uh, you check it out, and if it says what it says, hey, uh, believe the word, praise God, obey the word, and God will bless you, God will lead you, and God will help you, hallelujah, because he loves you. Amen. If you, anybody uh, wants to send me an email, my email address is it's right down there. In the corner, uh, rev.tedtar at gmail.com. Uh, my Facebook address is uh, bit.ly dot bit dot ly forward slash revtedtar. My feed burner is bit.ly forward slash an apostolic outlook. And we are in the uh, Geeky Antics Network, and I'm so thankful for Obi and Yogi. Praise God for allowing me this opportunity to come and, and be with y'all and uh, meet new friends. And that's, you know, all it really matters is that we all draw closer to Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, like I say, we're not uh, live yet. Uh, they're working on that so we can be on, uh, uh, yeah, 
we're working on it uh, so we can have live broadcasts again. As you know, uh, we're not allowed on Twitch because I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I, I tried gaming uh, in the 70s, and I hopelessly failed at Pong, you know. So uh, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to, the buttons don't work for me. But um, uh, I can talk about Jesus, and I'm by, by no means the smartest guy in the world, but uh, I can talk and praise God if the Bible says it. Amen. Just obey the word. Amen. That's what will take you to heaven. All right, let's open the, the show today. And uh, uh, we're gonna, I always believe in opening in prayer and asking God's blessing. Because anybody listening to me, you know <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not by any means articulate or, or eloquent in my speech. But praise God, if God will bless me and anoint me, amen, and help me say something good and uh uh all it really matters is is we reach the hungry soul we reach the thirsty soul and god can talk to you because he loves you and he will help you all i want to be is is his vessel praise god so let's pray lord god in your most holy name jesus we thank you for this opportunity we thank you for this one more time that you have given us a chance to come together with here our friends, Lord Jesus, to talk about you, O oh God, to expand, expound on your word. O oh God, I'm asking for your blessing. I'm asking for your anointing, O oh God, to help me say, and Lord, and, 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 and have the right spirit. You know the hungry soul. You know the thirsty soul. You know the one that's looking for you. And God, I know that I don't know their hearts, but you do. Use me, Lord. Use me, O oh God. Let my voice say something, God, through the anointing of your Spirit, O oh God, that would help that person draw closer to you and will give you the praise and the thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we don't have any uh, shout-outs or uh, uh, questions here this week. Like I say, if anybody ever has a question or a comment, uh, hey, shoot me an email or a let me know on Facebook, and I'll definitely include you. And uh, <laughs> I may not uh, answer you right back on the email and Facebook because, uh, like I say, I'm very computer illiterate. Uh, computer dinosaur, I guess, is a better word. But uh, so I've tried to answer people, and I, you know, peck out that stuff one finger at a time. And about 15 minutes later, I got me a little message, and I, I push what I think is send and I don't know where it goes and so I just hey I'll just talk about it on the broadcast so uh, so uh, but anyways I do appreciate your uh, your um, questions or comments uh, shoot me something and uh, we'll go from there praise God uh, there here we are at episode number 30 man isn't that wonderful praise God episode number 30 here it is on March the 29th 2015 and um, oh hey I do appreciate everybody's prayers as you know, I went to, I drove a, uh, a friend, uh, helped him move to Tulsa, Oklahoma last week, and uh, God really blessed. Whew, man, it's a long way to Tulsa. <laughs> I tell you, we drove that truck, and uh, they sent me back on a train, and uh, man, it's a, whew, it, you get wore out traveling, I tell you, uh, that was all, that was, I got back about uh, 10, 11 o'clock Thursday night. Man, I was shot Friday, but uh, God was good. He blessed and uh, He helped us get home safe. So, uh, thank you, uh, thank you guys uh, for your prayers and uh, Amen. Keeping me in your thoughts. All right, now as you know, last week we we opened a, a Bible study uh, about the Holy Ghost and 
uh, I, I call it now it's this is too big to put in the uh, type in the lesson but the mainly the name of the Bible study is what you have when you have the Holy Ghost hallelujah and the, the Holy Ghost that I'm, you know, I'm talking about here, and it's what I talk about every week about your need to have the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God that will dwell in you and be your friend and be your guide. So I'm basically just giving you some scriptures about what I've been talking about here. Uh, now, last week, uh, like I say, the first part of this lesson, uh, part one, was uh, and we covered uh, how it was a promise from Jesus, um, how it was prophesied 600 years before Jesus came in uh, Isaiah 28, and uh, how uh, John the Baptist told about it happening in, in Matthew, the third chapter. And, and Jesus himself said that, that uh, the Holy Ghost was coming in John, the seventh chapter, how the Holy Ghost is not only called the Holy Ghost, but it's called the Comforter. Or it's called the Spirit of Truth. Now, you guys check last week's uh, podcast there, episode number 29, and uh, you can get all this information. And uh, we got about halfway through because there's also nine things which the Holy Ghost shall do and it will help us with. Now, a uh, little point I made last week, and I'd like to remind you a little bit. Now, God has always moved and God is always blessed and God is always anointed. But the Holy Ghost is not just an anointing of God. Uh, back in the all through history, I mean, whenever God has moved upon, you know, God moved upon the prophets. God moved upon Elijah and Moses. Uh, the Bible said in Second uh, Peter one twenty one, the Bible was written by holy men of God as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Um, in the book of Judges, the thirteenth chapter, even Samson. Uh, was the Bible said moved by the Spirit of God. See, God has always done that. But what we're talking about, the Holy Ghost is something that will not only move you and, and help you, it's something that will dwell in you. Hallelujah. That was the wonderful thing about the day of Pentecost, 50 days after uh, Jesus was crucified and uh, 10 days after he uh, went back up into heaven Hallelujah. He told them to go to Jerusalem and wait till they were endued by, with power from on high. And that's that Holy Ghost that fell. Uh, you can read all about it in the second chapter of the book of Acts. Uh, the book of Acts is the fifth book in the New Testament. And this Holy Ghost that fell, praise God, is the, is the Spirit of Almighty God that will bless and, and, and be with you. Hallelujah. As Jesus said, um, I will... Uh, not leave you comfortless i will come to you as like i say is is what we're uh starting picking up the lesson here this week about um i remember last week we talked about the holy ghost uh, shall abide with us shall teach us shall bring all things to our remembrance number four here is how the holy ghost is your comforter uh you uh, what's a comforter uh, uh Webster's tell us that the, a, com a comforter is someone or something that brings relief from distress. All right? And uh, over here in the 14th chapter of the book of St. John, now you can, guys can uh, read all about this a lot yourself. Basically, I'm going to be in uh, mainly the St. John, which is the fourth book of the New Testament, the 14th and the 15th and the 16th chapter of the book of St. John. 
all right uh, we're gonna start over here in about the comforter uh, st. John 14 verse 17 st. John 14 17 uh, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you I will not leave you comfortless I will come unto you all right praise God it, this now this is Jesus talking if you look in the New, New Testament and you have a red letter uh, edition of the Bible uh, you notice that these words were written in red this is Jesus talking and uh, it said the, the world don't understand the world don't know who Jesus was and, and, and don't much care but praise God he's talking to his disciples he's talking to his followers and he said he dwelleth with you and he shall be in you so Jesus in other words was talking and he said I will come back to you I will be your comforter hallelujah back then uh, for that three and a half years they had him in bodily presence they had him where he could guide them where they could follow him and just keep get an eye on him he would feed them he would uh, they out be in the middle of a storm and a horrible out in a, in a huge body of water and he would just speak to the wind and the waves he said peace be still there was calm it would just took care of everything. I mean, there was no disease, no affliction that he did not take care of. Hallelujah. But he said, I'm with you now, but I shall be in you. Hallelujah. This comfort, this, this, this comfort that God gives us, this peace that he gives us. Thank you, Jesus. It's a peace that passes all understanding. Uh, John 14 and 27, uh, this is Jesus still talking, says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This peace that Jesus gives, <laughs> it's, it's, it's marvelous. I mean, I, I believe with all my heart the reason so many people are I mean, there's so many different things that people are just desperately searching for peace, searching for relief from the distress they feel in their body, in their mind, in their spirit, in their, in their life. I mean, that's why people get, get high. That's why people get drunk. They're trying to get bombed. That's why people uh, try to occupy their minds with all kinds of carnal and evil things because they're looking for some kind of peace. They're looking for some kind of rest. This peace that Jesus will give us, oh, it is it's so much better because you you get yeah you have some temporary break from your anxiety you can get bombed out of your mind, but that costs a lot of money. I mean, ain't no time. That's why them uh, drug addicts. I mean, they're, they're usually turned into thieves because they can't keep enough money to stay in the in the state of mind they want to be in. Now, alcoholics. You know, they're trying to have some peace, you know, in, in their life. But the trouble is, they, you know, they, they just turn out to be an old <laughs> worthless drunk and die of, you know, a, a, a liver disease. And, or they're trying to calm themselves with cigarettes and, or to calm themselves with the stuff they, they breathe into their lungs, but they give themselves emphysema and, and bronchitis and, and and die of lung cancer you know that that stuff is just so temporary and it never works but this peace that jesus gives it's a free gift 
Hallelujah. And it, it, it's a lasting gift. You just whisper the name Jesus. Praise God. And you have uh, the peace of God. Uh, Philippians 4 and 7 tells us that the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. How, how can a Christian, you know, I'm talking, when I'm a Christian, I'm talking about being somebody who's born again of the water and spirit. Somebody who's been baptized in Jesus' name and has the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. The Holy Ghost, uh, they described it in the book of Acts. Praise God. Every time they described the Holy Ghost in the second chapter, in the 10th chapter, in the 19th chapter, you, they knew they had the Holy Ghost because they heard them speak with tongues. It happens every time. It, it's the same, and the, we get the same Holy Ghost today as they got 2,000 years ago when it first fell. But this peace of God that passes all understanding, Praise God. You could, you don't want, man, you see a person go through a trial and a hard time, and, and, but they just have, there's, it's a, a rest. Praise God. That doesn't make any sense to your natural mind, but it's, it's, it's a something special that God gives, and it's just knowing that God is in control. Yes, I'm going through hard time. Yes, I'm going through tribulation. Yes, I'm going through trial, but I know that Jesus my God, he'll supply every need, hallelujah, according to his riches in glory. It's the peace of God that passes all understanding. Romans uh, 5 and 1 tells us, uh, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. So we not only have peace, the peace of God, but we have peace with God. Think of what that is worth. I mean, uh, Howard Hughes or Bill Gates or people that have more money, they know what to do with You can't buy peace. You can't buy it. You can, <laughs> I know people say you can rent it. Yeah, you can rent a good time or, or peace or something for a little bit. You can't buy it. Praise God, there's constantly searching. Uh, Elvis Presley and, and, and entertainers that have been right on the top of their, the world in, 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 is their concern, but there's no peace. There's no peace because the Bible said in Isaiah the 48th chapter in the last verse, there is no peace, saith our God, under the wicked. Praise God, but we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm emphasized every time I talk to y'all about getting the Holy Ghost getting baptism in Jesus' name. Praise God. Baptism in Jesus' name washes away your past. It's for the remission of your sin, the putting away, not just the forgiveness, but the blotting out. It's, you'll make it like they never were. Hallelujah. That's peace. Then you're no longer, um, Romans 8 and 1 says, therefore having no condemnation who are after the Spirit, but not after, I, I, got, I got to read it. I got to read it. I can't quote it. Praise God. Uh, Romans 8 and 1 says, There's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Praise God. This Holy Ghost that God will give you will give you peace, hallelujah, and the ability to walk after the Spirit of God. Praise God, because if, if we're in God and where God wants us to be and we're God and we are where God wants, uh, we, we're, what God wants us to be, 
Praise God. There is peace. There is true peace. So we have the promise of peace of God. We have the promise of peace with God. Uh, and there's a peace from God. You look in the entire New Testament, almost every one of the epistles or the letters or the, the 14th books uh, of the New Testament, the apostle Paul wrote in the first chapter, usually within the first four or five verses, is talking about peace from God. Praise God. Isn't that, that that's, that's, what, that's what makes it worth it all because there is no peace in this world. I mean, they could say peace and safety, but the Bible said usually there comes sudden destruction after that. But peace from God is worth anything and everything you could possibly desire. And also, God will give it us, uh, according to Hebrews, the 12th chapter and the 14th verse, he told us to follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. We have the ability, when you have the Holy Ghost, to follow peace. The ability to turn the other cheek. The ability to forgive. The ability to have mercy. The ability, praise God, to be a peacemaker. Didn't Matthew, the fifth chapter, remember where we covered the Beatitudes? Matthew, the fifth chapter, said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Hallelujah. Let me double check, make sure I'm reading that. Yep. Blessed are the peacemakers in uh, Matthew 5 and 9, for they shall be called the children of God. You want to be called a, a child of God? Be a peacemaker. I, don't, I can't have peace. Of course you, don't, you can't have peace in yourself, but your peace will rest in the Holy Ghost, and the Spirit of God will dwell in you and will help you be everything you want to be. Okay. The next thing that the Holy Ghost, what you have when you have the Holy Ghost, uh, is in uh, John, the 15th chapter, St. John, 15th chapter, and the 26th verse. But when the Comforter is come, remember, I told you the Holy Ghost is called the Holy Ghost, is called the Comforter, praise God, is called the Spirit of Truth. Uh, verification of that is John 14, 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, okay? So, uh, John 15 and 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, remember this is Jesus talking, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. You want to understand Jesus. You want to understand who he is, what he does, why he came, <laughs> praise God, get the Holy Ghost. Get the Holy Ghost. That will help you understand Jesus. The Bible said you will understand. Praise God. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 3 tells us that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will help you understand who Jesus really was. See, Jesus was not just I know the Bible called him the Son of God, and it called him the Son of Man. But see, Jesus was not the second person in the Trinity. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. Uh, because 1 Timothy 3.16 says, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. The Holy Ghost will help you understand 
who Jesus is and what he came and how much he loved you. He was not just God's little boy that God sent off on an errand. He said, go die for the sins of mankind. Oh, no, God loves you so much more than that. Plus, there's no such thing as a trinity. All through the Bible, the Bible is always testified there is one God, one God. God has always wanted his people to know that he is one. Deuteronomy 6 and 4, when God talked to his, his uh, people, the children of Israel, the main thing that they had to uh, know and that one main thing that their uh, mothers uh, taught their little kids when they set them on the knee when they were barely old enough to listen, they said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. There's one God. The whole concept of the uh, triune Godhead is a, a manufacture of the uh, Greek and Roman mythology that uh, came about into being in the second and third century when the Catholic Church was being formed. No, 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 no. God is one. If you want to understand the Godhead, if you want to understand who and what Jesus really was, get the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost will testify of Jesus and help you understand. Over here in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, verses 10, and then we're going to skip down to verses 13 and 14. 1 Corinthians 2 and 10 but God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. You look at this, uh, this Spirit here. is a capital S, which is the Spirit of God. If you want to understand the things of God, praise God. Get the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God will help you understand the deep things of God. Yeah, there's lots of things that we not, may not necessarily understand, but God will talk to us, and God will help you. I mean, man, I'm just an old uh, preacher that ain't got good sense most of the time, but, I mean, there are really mighty men of God that are, know a whole lot more about the Bible than I do, but I'm here to tell you that God will help us. God is just... I've lived for him for 40 years, and he's helped me understand a few little jewels, a little precious things, and I'm thankful for what God has done for me. But there's no limit on what God will talk to you. When you have the Holy Ghost, he, you, he will testify of Jesus. He will reveal himself to you. Um, over here, down in verse 13 of the second chapter of 1 Corinthians, which thing also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teeth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Listen to this, guys. This is, this is, this is cool. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, because they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. You want to understand what God is about, what how God works, how God, praise God, uh, God's mission in your life, God um, working in your life. Get the Holy Ghost. That's one of the things I appreciate so much about having the Holy Ghost is that there's a little voice in you saying, you know, don't go there or, or do that or this is good or this is not good. He has given us the ability with his spirit that he will allowed to dwell in your heart. That's the Almighty God that will dwell in you. Praise God, making you a temple of the Holy Ghost. 
and he will guide you, hallelujah, into all truth, which I'm getting kind of ahead of myself. That's, that's down the list here. But he will help you understand, and like I say, he will testify to you of Jesus. Okay, uh, number six of the uh, things that uh, what you have uh, when you have the Holy Ghost is uh, over here in uh, 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 St. John, the 16th chapter, St. John 16, verse 13. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Praise God. Aren't you tired of stumbling around, trying to figure out which way to go, trying to figure out what to do, trying to have a, a direction in your life? That's one of the wonderful things about having the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will be your guide, will guide you into all truth. Praise God. In our old finite minds, a lot of things we don't understand, but a having a guide someone to show you the way praise god jesus said in john 14 and 6 he said i am the way the truth and the life praise god a fine example of, of what he's talking about here is a, a famous preacher out of detroit named uh, elder johnny james once told us a, a story and he said he went way out into the woods he went to uh uh preached to some some he got invited out to an indian reservation and uh uh, uh he had somebody showing him the way and there i mean there wasn't no roads i mean he was he went out in the wilderness so he got an indian uh, uh a guide to show them and they took off across the country you know and man uh, that guide had a machete and boy he was just a hacking and 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 uh, stump they were just pressing their way and over the rocks and through the woods and through the trees and and Elder James said, oh, man, there was a little uh, a bunny rabbit uh, jumped out from under a bush. That didn't scare me too bad. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, he looked over here. There's a deer. Hallelujah. You know, he, he cool. Again, he was out in the wilderness. And all of a sudden, he heard a little rattle. And he looked uh, over here on the ground. And the guy kind of pointed him here and said, there's a rattlesnake. I mean, a big old hunking rattlesnake. And <laughs> Elder James, he got real nervous. He said, buddy, are you sure you know the way? And the guide looked at him. He said, brother, I not only know the way, I am the way. I mean, I'll get you there. And the same way that Jesus will not. See, we, we serve a God who will not just point and say, go over here. Go over there. He said, Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I am the way. That's what the Holy Ghost, having the Holy Ghost will help you in your life. Make the decisions that you don't really know because we don't know, man. We get into stuff from business decisions or or life decisions, or even marital decisions, think, you know, uh, that we don't really know what we should do and how many people have made a wreck of their life because they make the wrong decision. Praise God. But if you get the Holy Ghost and then you listen to that Holy Ghost and allow the Holy Ghost to guide you, 
Remember, the Spirit of God don't force you to do anything. But it, if you listen to it and you submit yourself and allow it to guide you, it will help you. Praise God. Make the right decisions and be everything and we'll bless you and we'll take care of you. Man, isn't that what it's all about? Aren't you tired, like I say, of, of fighting this old uh, battle by yourself and, 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 and having no one to help you? Praise God. Hebrews 13 and 6 said that uh, we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man can do unto me. Having a guide. When you got a Holy Ghost, you got a guide praise god to help you not only walk in this life but to help you make every pertinent and and correct decision until you get to the throne of heaven the portals of glory praise god and then my friend you're home free <laughs> hallelujah down here the devil's trying to trip you up and mess with you and 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 hurt you and take you to because he's gonna go to hell i mean hell's appointed praise god and, and uh unto him but you, uh, you don't have to go there you can if you want to you can if you want to if you want to be um go with the devil you want to serve him that's your choice but i'm here to tell you that uh, uh god will help you and god will be your guide okay number seven here is uh over here again in the 16th chapter of the book of saint john remember we're talking about what you have when you have the holy ghost john 16 verses 8 through 11 and when he has come this is talking about the comforter he will reprove the world of sin of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me of righteousness because i go to my father and ye see me no more of judgment because the prince of this world is judged this holy ghost guys is a last chance is is the end is the end game that god has given us to be right i mean God gave the the world the opportunity of conscience back in Noah's day. By the time God got around to destroying this old world through water, the Bible said there was only evil continually in the minds of man. God gave this old world the law, the Ten Commandments through Moses. The Bible said the law was good, but it was weak through the flesh. The law was holy, but man couldn't serve it. Because he needed the law. He don't need a law out there. You need the law inside of you. Praise God. You need the Spirit of God. Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the law. I've come to fulfill the law. Praise God. Jesus fulfilled that law. And you can have the law, the, the Spirit of God dwelling in you. And that guide that will talk to you. And help you know the right way. Because that, uh, that word reprove there in verse 8 says, is another word for that is convict. We all know what being convicted is. Praise God. He will convict, well we'll say it that way, will convict the world of sin. Praise God. Jesus is your chance to be out of sin. There's no other way. There's no other way. 
hallelujah, before Jesus, the Jew had a, uh, access to God. But the Bible said the Jew was, Israel was the only family that God knew in, in uh, Amos uh, 3 and 2. Praise God, they were the people. If you wanted to have access to God, you had to become a proselyte to the Jewish nation. Okay, Jesus fixed that. He said, the Bible said in, in St. John 1 and 10, He came unto His own, it's talking about Jesus, and His own received Him not. To as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. Jesus opened the door to you that we no longer have to become a proselyte to the, to the Jewish religion. Now you can have, hallelujah, the fulfillment of everything inside of you. You can have God Almighty in your heart. Praise God. Remember what the Bible said in Galatians 3, 27 and 28. For as many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. But you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So through Jesus, you not only you have the promise to every promise that that access to every promise that God gave Abraham, hallelujah, and his people and his seed through Jesus, hallelujah. <laughs> we have the promises of God that he give all through the Bible. Praise God. It's to you. It's for you. But it's up to you, my friend. Will you receive him? He'll convict the world of sin. He'll convict the world of righteousness. The Bible said, Our righteousness are as filthy rags in God's eyes. What could we possibly do to make ourselves worthy to stand justified before God? Let me give you a little bit of beauty here. In 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, in the 21st verse, it says, for he hath made him to be sin for us. This is talking about Jesus, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. If you want the righteousness of God in your heart, in your life, praise God in your, in your essence, in your being, praise God. Get in Jesus. Praise God. I mean, be baptized in Jesus' name. That's how you... Put on the name of God. The Bible says there's not salvation in any other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved in Acts 4 and 12. That's the name of salvation. And then you can receive His Spirit. Praise God. The, the Spirit that Jesus says that He would not leave us comfortless, He would come unto you. He would be your comforter. He would be your helper. He would be your guide. If you want to be stand righteous before God, Praise God. Receive Jesus. Receive Jesus in your heart. You'll know that he's in your heart because you'll speak with tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. And of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Like I told you, the devil has his appointment set. His lot is cast. He's going to hell. Praise God. Hell was created for the devil and his angels but it hath enlarged his mouth without measure. Don't go to hell. You don't have to. You don't have to. Jesus has paved the way that if you receive him and don't be the servant of sin, don't be the servant of Satan, 
Praise God, like it tells us in the sixth chapter of the book of Romans. If you serve God, hallelujah, you'll have God's reward for you. If you serve Satan, you have Satan's reward for you. Amen. It's up to you, my friend. Praise God. Live for God. Live for God. Okay, number eight. I'm getting short on time already. Over here. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, John, the 16th chapter, back in the 13th verse. Howbeit, when he, uh, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. We uh, covered that. Uh, for whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Hallelujah. I know the world, man, everybody's talking about Armageddon, and everybody's talking about the Antichrist, and everybody's talking about the, you know, the the new world order and the, and the, and the devil being in charge of this old world, buddy. I got a I got an answer for you. I got the solution to that problem. Don't be so worried about the antichrist. Look for Jesus. Hallelujah! Because Jesus is coming in the clouds. Oh, according to First Thessalonians four sixteen. First Thessalonians the fourth chapter and the sixteenth verse says, "For the Lord Himself." shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That was First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verses 16, 17, and 18. Praise God. The Holy Ghost will help you see the end time. The Holy Ghost will help you, praise God, realize. And the Bible said, uh, he that looketh for him shall uh, uh, Christ appear. Uh, oh, it's over in Hebrews, uh, the ninth chapter. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm sorry. I usually have this stuff marked, but this stuff popped into my head. And so I got to give it. Hebrews 9 and 28. Hebrews 9 and 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. This Holy Ghost, hallelujah, that God will give you, will show you things to come, will help you see the coming of Jesus, will help you be ready, praise God, and keep yourself holy and keep yourself pure. So when Jesus comes and splits them, the skies and and gives a new body an uncorruptible body praise god a, a, a glorified body which is you know we can see types and shadows of that when we see how when jesus got up uh when he resurrected from the dead praise, that's the kind of body we'll have hallelujah this holy ghost that he will give you when you have the holy ghost you'll have the the foresight and the ability to you look around and you don't be just so depressed by all these news and these uh, doom and gloom. That's all they want to say in the news, you know, anymore. Praise God. But you'll be able to see Jesus is coming. You'll be able to rejoice. It's hallelujah. It's just a short time and I'll be out of here. Because the Bible said in Romans 5 and 9 and in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 9, For God hath not appointed us to wrath. Us in the Bible, in the New Testament, is always the church. Us is always the church. And God hath not appointed us to wrath. That 
terrible time, that seven horrible years during tribulation, is the wrath of God on the unbelievers, is the wrath of God on the devil and his works. But God has not appointed this church to that. He's going to take us out of here. <laughs> That's the blessed hope, praise God, and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we look for, according to Titus 2 and 13. All right, uh, one last thing that uh, what you have when you have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost in St. John 16 and 14 says, And he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. Praise God. You want to see Jesus' work? You want to understand Praise God, and I know our finite mind, we don't understand all the things of God. Our mind couldn't handle all the things of God. But, praise God, the Holy Ghost, when you have the Holy Ghost, that will glorify God. It will glorify Jesus. It will help you understand. You can look at that stuff and says, wow, look what he did for me. Look what he keeps doing for me. You'll be able to appreciate so much more in this old life and the the path we trod and the and, and the steps we take in this old world, you'll be able to just thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, you know, you think uh, sometimes we don't understand what's going on. and what's. But if you just know that you are his and he is yours and he takes care of you, you know, I mean, I have as many flat tires or I have as many problems or been caught in traffic as anybody else or or been too sick to get out of bed. I, I know how all that stuff works, but when you have the Holy Ghost, it will help you understand and see what God has done for you. What Jesus is, you know, when, when I say God, when I say Jesus, me, I'm an apostolic they're interchangeable words for me. Jesus is God, and God is Jesus. Hallelujah. The, the Bible said that Jesus was the image of the invisible God. The Bible said, and that was in Colossians 1 and uh, 16, the Bible said Jesus was the expressed image of God. If you want to see God, because God is a spirit and God is invisible, God is everywhere. If you want to see what God uh, looked like and what God uh, acted and what God thought, uh, the things that we go through this world. Look at the pattern and the life and the works of Jesus. You'll understand how God thinks about that stuff because He is God. Praise God. The Bible said in Colossians 2 and 9 that Jesus, that all the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Jesus Christ bodily. Colossians 2 and 9. Praise God. Praise God. John 14 and 9 says, uh, one of the disciples said, Jesus, show us the Father. Jesus told Philip in John 14 and 9, you know, I've been so long with you and you don't know me. He that has seen me hath seen the Father. Guys, I don't know how to say it much clearer than that. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, a verse that I've always loved to help understand uh, the relationship with, with Jesus and the eternal God was in 2 Corinthians 5.19, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. The Spirit, the invisible, the, the immortal, the almighty, omnipotent God dwelt in that flesh that we know and uh, who came into this world and walked among us as Jesus Christ. 
and it dwelt in him. Praise God. And we, because there had to be a job done. God, who hath not flesh and blood, hath not flesh and bone. There had a uh, uh, bone. There had to be a sacrifice made. That's why they call Jesus the Lamb of God, because he was a body that God hath prepared, praise God, to take away the sin of the world. Hallelujah. And the Bible said in Acts 20, 28, God purchased the church with his own blood. You check it out for yourself, guys. It's right there back in white in the book. Acts 20, 28. God purchased the church with his own blood. That was the body of Jesus Christ. You want to be able to glorify and see the works in the glory of God? Get the Holy Ghost. What you have when you have the Holy Ghost? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. A couple last things that the Holy Ghost will do. The Holy Ghost identifies you to God. Check this out, guys. Check this out. This is cool. But ye are not in Romans, the 8th chapter, and the ninth and the 10th verses. Romans 8, verses 9 and 10. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. If any man hath not the Spirit of Christ... He is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Though this Holy Ghost that dwells in you identifies you to God. Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. If you have the Holy Ghost, that's how God knows you're one of his. Hallelujah. The same spirit that dwelled in Jesus, the spirit of the almighty God, will dwell in you. And not only that, it'll be your passport to heaven. Check this out. This is cool. This is, this is wonderful. Romans, the 8th chapter and the 11th verse. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. When you have the Holy Ghost, man, that Holy God sees that Holy Ghost in you. When he comes back after you, praise God, he's going to quicken you. The Bible said, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be changed. And the corrupt, this corruptible shall put on in, incorruption. This mortality shall put on immortality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to go to heaven? I know you want to go to heaven. Get the Holy Ghost. Praise God. This Holy Ghost will, is your passport to heaven. Remember, baptism in Jesus' name is important. I'm not belittling that at all. Baptism uh, takes away your past washes away your endemic sin, that sinful nature that you were born into, that curse of sin that you were born under. It frees you from that. Praise God. Praise God. It washes away your past. It, it, it's like the Bible said in Romans, we, are, we die out to that sin. Uh, the baptism is like a burial. Praise God. When you bury something, it's gone. Amen. You put it under that dirt. That's why also when we baptize somebody, we do it by immersion because that's how they always baptize in the Old Testament. They baptize. Baptism is, is like burial. It's immersion. You don't go out to the cemetery, lay your beloved mom out there on, on the grass, pick up a, a, hand, a, a handful of dirt and say, here you go, mom, you know, and walk away. No. 
When you bury her, she's underground. She's buried. Same way baptism does that for us. It is a burial, hallelujah, that we can and, and we rise to walk in the newness of life. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then, but the, uh, like I say, baptism is, is, is push away your past. This Holy Ghost that you have, praise God, settles that future and gives you the power. Remember Acts 1 and 8 told us that you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. What you have when you have the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Buddy, you got all you need to get to heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, send me email. If you have any questions, if I didn't cover because I'm about out of time here, uh, uh, down there in the corner of the page there, my email address is rev.tedtar at gmail.com. My Facebook is uh, bit.ly forward slash revtedtar. My feed burner is a bit.ly forward slash an apostolic outlook. If you want to um, ever check these out on YouTube, praise God. And notice the spelling, uh, capitalize uh, the words they're supposed to capitalize. And uh, we want to thank uh, uh, Geeky Antics Network for, uh, for having us on and allow us to come and talk to you and, and, and be your friend. Praise God. I don't want to be. I want to be your friend. Amen. Send me an email. Shoot me some. Um, let me know what you think about this. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And like I say, pray for us. We're trying our best to get back on live stream. We're trying to go right on YouTube. So we'll let you know the closer it comes. Okay, I got a poem here. Uh, this is something God gave me a few years back. And uh, I thought I'd read it for you. The name of it is The Question. The Question. Where will you be found? When the great trumpet shall sound, what shall be your way on that great and notable day? Will you be glad and a part of the happy host, or will you be sad and a part of those eternally lost? Will sins be put away by the precious blood of the Lamb, or will you be still shackled with sin and bound for hell's sad land? The question is up to you. Jesus paid the price on Calvary's tree. Where will you be found on the day that starts eternity? Hallelujah. Like I say, guys, amen. You don't have to go to hell. Praise God. Jesus did all the hard stuff. Praise God. You just give your body a sacrifice holy unto him. He allow yourself to be baptized in Jesus' name name of Jesus is essential. It is beyond important. It's crucial. Baptism in any other name doesn't do you any good. Jesus' name is the name you must be baptized in. And then he'll give you the Holy Ghost and you can make your calling and election sure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks, God. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks for, uh, like I say, if you have any questions, comments, uh, uh Criticisms, <laughs> encouragements, I use every one of them. Amen. I'll pray for our old buddy Yogi as he goes through this trial. Uh, pray for uh, uh, Obi and uh, and uh, uh, pray for me. Praise God. Praise God. I always need prayer. All right, all right. We're going to close out the broadcast with our favorite scripture. 
in Psalms the 19th chapter and the 14th verse. Psalms 19 and 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Praise God. In Jesus' name, thanks guys. I love you. Amen. I hope to see you soon. Bye now. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.